You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. In Pittsburgh on Sunday, protesters and counter-protesters came out in full force. At the center of the debate, a drag story time hour organized by nonprofit Pittsburgh Community. The event, which took place at the Pittsburgh Recreation Center one week after a similar event was hosted by Pittsburgh's book culture shop, featured drag performers reading books to kids. Kelly Lalonde brought her nine-year-old daughter to the protest. We believe that everybody should love who they should love, and there's a time to ignore ignorant people, and there's a time to show up. The protesters, including Don Weatherston, believe drag events are inherently sexualized and inappropriate for children. If I feel that it's going to be harmful, then it would be wrong for me to not come out and try to help them. At last week's bookstore event, hundreds of people showed up in support of the drag performers and the LGBTQ plus community. There were relatively few protesters, but Sunday's event at the Recreation Center drew more protesters, including many out-of-towners. The recent warm weather has inspired many locals to get outdoors, but in addition to the sun and the fresh air, some have had unwanted encounters with ticks. WXXI's Jeremy Mole explains why that's happening now. For hikers, it's become old hat to brush ticks off their clothing as they leave the trail. And many dog owners are vigilant about checking their best friends for signs of the tiny parasitic bugs, which can carry and transmit Lyme disease. But when warm weather hit Rochester recently, some people were taken aback by how many ticks they were seeing. It may seem logical to assume Rochester's mild winter led to an explosion in the tick population. But that's not the case, says Brian Ledette, a professor at SUNY College of Environmental Science and Forestry. He says the ticks out in force right now are adults who didn't get to feed before hibernating. For them, it will be the last time in their brief lives that they'll feed. What we're seeing right now is hyperactivity of the adult ticks that did not find a blood meal last winter. So because ticks only take two or three blood meals depending on their sex, those ticks are starving right now. Ticks are a concern because they carry Lyme disease and other transmissible illnesses. If you find a tick that is attached to you or a pet, Ledette recommends using fine point tweezers to grip it at the skin and pull directly up. Then save that tick. And if you develop flu-like symptoms or any symptoms shortly after a tick bite, bring that tick to your physician and have them use that as a differential for for, for diagnosis and treatment. But the best bet to avoid Lyme from tick bites is prevention. That means wearing light-colored clothing and tucking your shirt in your pants and your pants into your socks, as well as performing tick checks after being outdoors. Experts also recommend using an insect repellent containing DEET. Jeremy Mole. WXXI News. A newly homeless cat who captured the hearts of millions of social media users has found her forever home, and it's right here in Rochester. WXXI's Jasmine Singer has the story. The story of Lulu, a 13-year-old Himalayan cat, recently went viral after her former owners tried to have her euthanized for not using the litter box properly. But little Lulu lucked out. The concerned vet, recognizing that the cat was entirely healthy other than the treatable kidney issues, refused to put her down. Instead, she called the Dutchess County SPCA in Hyde Park, about two hours north of New York City. The shelter immediately took Lulu in. So we put Lulu on a what's called a urinary diet, which is a prescription food that helps prevent the formation of crystals. And she never fails to use the litter box once. 
That's Lynn Melocaro, executive director of the Dutchess County SBCA and a former English professor at the Rochester Institute of Technology. She says that after arriving at the shelter, Lulu made it clear that she didn't want to stay in a kennel. So she became Melocaro's office mate. I really loved her. People Magazine picked up on Lulu's story, and the support came flooding in. Pet supply companies offered to send free cat food and litter, and hundreds of applications to adopt the beige beauty overloaded the Dutchess County SPCA's inbox. And then... I was minding my own business, and it came up on my Google feed, and I was, like, horrified, like everybody else, by the story. Enter Ellen Kleinberg, a Rochesterian and retired teacher. Kleinberg had recently said goodbye to her 21-year-old cat and was planning on adopting another one at some point. She had a particular soft spot for senior cats. It breaks my heart when they've been in a home for so many years and all of a sudden here they are in a shelter and they don't understand what's going on and they're stressed and they're scared and they deserve to have a really good end of life. For Melo Caro, choosing Kleinberg as Lulu's adopter was a no-brainer. But after Kleinberg and her daughter drove nearly five hours to adopt the cat and then five hours back that same day, the question still loomed. What would Lulu think? She's exploring her surroundings and she has taken over my chair. It's now hers and she's been climbing on her cat tree and she's, you know, she's doing okay. So far, Lulu seems to approve of her new home and family. Kleinberg, like Melocaro, wants nothing more than for every homeless kitty to get the care they need. But she says, if you're not going to be in it for the long run, get a hobby instead. Pets are a commitment. And if you're not willing to commit to caring for them, you shouldn't adopt them or buy them in the first place. Jasmine Singer, WXXI News. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.